everyone. You're listening to Ed Young Radio, Ed Pastors Fellowship Church, and we want to thank you for listening with us. These next few minutes together can change your life, and you can always hear more by visiting edyoung.com. Enjoy the message. I think it's safe to say that all of us deal with fear, especially we deal with the fear of rejection, which I'm going to talk about over the next several minutes. I thought today I would do something kind of weird. Normally I say, okay, here's how to have victory over fear. Here's how to tackle fear and face fear. Here's how to do it. Well, today I want to change that. I want to look at fear in a, in a different way, the fear of rejection. I want to talk about how to have the fear of rejection. I want to talk to you about how to increase your fear and mine of rejection. And then, of course, we're going to talk about the positive aspects of how to have victory over it, but I just want to get into to how, how you can have this fear of rejection. And basically, I, I thought about my own life, and I thought about some things in my life that I do when I fear rejection, which is an unhealthy fear. And then I began to study the Scripture, and God begin to to lift out some cool things from the Bible about the fear of rejection. So having said that, if you have your Bibles, I want you to turn to an Old Testament book, specifically 1 Samuel, 1 Samuel. And here's the context of, of this situation. Israel did not have a king. The neighboring nations had a king. They wanted a king. So God said, okay, you can have a king. So Samuel, say Samuel with me. Samuel, remember when I say Samuel, Samuel is God's man. He's the prophet. He is the man of God. He is the guy, the the spokesperson, the mouthpiece for God. Samuel had the task of anointing the next king of Israel, of tapping him on the shoulder and saying, you the man. That's what he did. So Samuel began to pray and look around and through a strange set of circumstances, through some, through some lost donkeys, believe it or not, Yeehaw. some lost donkeys, Samuel ran into this guy, six feet, six inches tall, long flowing black hair. Ladies, he would be, a, 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 I don't know, a model for some romance novel. He looked like that, you know. Samuel ran into this guy named Saul and, and, and God told Samuel, hey, this is going to be the next king. So he had this conversation with him and they were talking about donkeys and then Samuel said, hey, uh, uh, Saul, you are going to become the next president of Israel. Saul was like, you've you got to be kidding me. Me? And as you read the tenor and the tone of his response, he was like, me, my family? I mean, we're not that much. We're not one of the major tribes, the major stand-up people of Israel. And as you research Saul's family, his family was small because of immorality. They were so wheels off, his relatives, that, that his family was very small. So Saul was like, me? What are you talking about? 
So when you first read it, you think, oh man, Saul was humble. I mean, Saul was just, it shows you what a, what a man of God. But in reality, this small little, little insight into Saul's life sets the die for the rest of his sphere, which, which orbited around the fear of rejection. So, so he's like, what? Well, here's the first thing you got to do if you're going to increase your fear of rejection. Do you want to increase it? Well, here's how to do it. I know you don't, but it's kind of fun to play this game. Grow rabbit ears. Rabbit ears. Grow some big honking rabbit ears. Rabbit ears. That's a baseball term. Rabbit ears. If you're an umpire and you're always listening to what the crowd says, the chatter, the this, the that. You've got rabbit ears. And if you're not careful, if you're an umpire, it can make you, it can make you so crazy, you'll like, 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 like change calls and call things that maybe you're way outside of the strike zone strikes and just do crazy things. And then if you're a player, you're, you, you know, you're trying to, you're trying to, to hit the ball, you know, and you start having the rabbit ears, or maybe if you're in the outfield, you start listening to too much crap, reading too many signs, slurping too much haterade. That is what happened to Saul. You want to just say, Saul, you matter to God. Hang out with the right people. Life is too short to have rabbit ears. So, so, so Samuel is like, okay, okay, we're going to have this press conference. So Saul is, 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 is thinking about, you can just hear him, all of, the, all of the stuff that people are saying about him. And the, the, the rabbit ears are turned here and they're turned there. So Samuel says, okay, Saul, we're having this huge press conference at Mizpah. You're going to come out of the shadows into the light. We're going to announce you. The nation of Israel will be there. The bands will be there. It'll be a party, a ticker tape chariot parade. It's going to be off the chain. You're going to love it, Saul, because you are God's man, anointed and appointed. It's going to be great. Grow rabbit ears if you want to have the fear of rejection. Number two, if you, if you really want to, to, to exacerbate the fear of rejection, talk bad about yourself. It's, it's important to talk bad about yourself. Say negative things about yourself because we're always having conversations with, with ourselves. First Samuel chapter 10, verses 15 and 16, right before the big press conference, Saul's uncle comes up to him. Hey, Saul, I know that you, know, you and Samuel talked. I know that Samuel is, is, is God's man, God's mouthpiece for our nation. What did you guys talk about? So Saul began to lie just a little bit. Just, just, just a little, just a little lie. And you, you gotta lie and exaggerate and leave out uh, uh, some of the truth when you talk to people if you wanna really have this fear of rejection. So Saul's uncle said, tell me what you guys were talking about. And Saul said, well, uh, uh, we talked about the donkeys. Of course, we found the donkeys. And, 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 uh, 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 but, but he did not tell his uncle what Samuel had said about the kingship. It seems just so you know, trite, so flippant that the Bible would say that, but it's very significant. 
the fear of rejection. What do you say to yourself? We all have these conversations with ourselves. What if people could hear the conversations we have with ourselves? I hope people are listening to this message. I think they are, but I'm not so sure. I didn't feel that good about it after last night's service. I just didn't feel like it connected as well as some of the others. But then again, you never really know. What would people do if they knew I wore makeup on stage because the lights wash my skin out? And how about this camouflage shirt? I mean, camouflage is not my favorite, but my wife loves camouflage. What would people really think if they knew I struggled with this topic that I deal with the fear of rejection a lot. I sometimes get tired of hearing my own voice, these sound effects and all of this other rhyming and things like that. I'm not really confident today. Well, just have these conversations with yourself. And it'll help you experience more and more fear. What if we could hear the conversations that we have about ourselves? That's what I thought, seriously. I mean, I just started thinking about those things. So we're, we're going to have this running dialogue, aren't we, about things. And, and, and a lot of it is about rejection and I'm no good and I don't matter. And what if I fail? And what if I fumble the ball? And what if people don't listen? Or, or what if and what if? And that was Saul's problem. Saul, a tragedy of what might have been. Saul, it started out so insignificant. Just a few people who were no big deal. Just a few pedestrians just shooting some, some poison out of their mouths like vipers. No big deal. Yet it grew and grew and grew and grew and grew and became this big Leviathan. Saul never got over it. The fear of rejection. Grow some rabbit ears. Talk bad about yourself. In 1 Samuel chapter 10, verse 22, finally the big press conference happened. Here's Saul. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome the new president of Israel, six feet six, 205 pounds, fighting out of the blue corner, King Saul. Where's Saul? Samuel was like, where is Saul? And the people behind him were on their phones. Where's Saul? Where's Saul? Where's Saul? Hey, where is Saul? They flew a couple of drones out to try to find him. <laughs> Guess where Saul was? People all the time say, oh, I got baggage. Well, 1 Samuel 10, 22. Here's what God said. Hey, Samuel, Saul is hiding among the baggage. The fear, you want to talk about baggage, of rejection some serious 
Samsonite baggage. I think about 20 years ago, it was, I was lifting some weights and I inadvertently dropped a dumbbell on my big toe, crushed it in 30 places. The bone was sticking up out of the toenail. It was, whoo, it's painful. The twins were tiny. We had just started the Saturday night service. We were in rented facilities and I go to the doctor and you know, I'm at the emergency room and a cosmetic surgeon who attends our church rebuilt my toe. And my big toe is so sexy right now, you wouldn't believe it, but. <laughs> at that same time, oh, I'll tell you another funny story about that. It happened on a Saturday morning. They, they, they doped me up so much and our church was, you know, so small then and they go, Ed, you cannot speak tonight. We just started the Saturday night service. There was second week, Saturday night. I go, I'm speaking and people, people still tell me it's the best message <laughs> I've ever preached in my life. But anyway, during that same time frame, someone that I'd known well before we started fellowship church, a friend of mine really rejected me. I mean, he really messed me around. It was, it was excruciating. If I tell you too much about it, I'll get angry again. I'll, I'll feel some serious pain if I tell you about how this guy rejected me for no reason at all, in my opinion. I can describe the pain to you of crushing my toe but I can't really go there, you know? I can't really feel it again. But that relationship that was blown up, oh, if I talk to you about that, I can feel almost as bad as I felt back then. As I was researching for the fear of rejection, you know, the new scientific data says that the brain reacts the same way and a lot of scientists believe it even reacts greater to being rejected socially, the pain of being rejected socially, as it does experiencing physical pain. So, relational pain is greater than physical pain. And our brains are showing that. No wonder we fear it. No wonder I fear it. No wonder you fear it. It leads to emotion, it leads to anger. And we're gonna see what happened to Saul as he dealt with it. So after, you know, they pull Saul out of the baggage and after Saul is like the king, again, it's just kind of a, just kind of a insignificant section of scripture, but as I read it, it just leaped out. Verses 26 and 27, after the press conference, here's Saul, God has chosen him, and so on. So Saul went to his house in Gabeah, accompanied by valiant men whose heart God touched the right day. So he had them in his life the right day, right? T-H-E-Y. Tough, honest, encouraging, and they're yielded to God. Verse 27, some scoundrels, I love that word, you scoundrel. Some scoundrels the wrong day said, 
How can this fellow save us? They despised him and brought him no gifts, but Saul kept silent. Don't you see this pattern? This fear of man, this fear of rejection? Saul cowering in fear. Another way to increase the fear of rejection is to toot your own horn. (laughs) Saul's son, Jonathan, was a warrior, and he and his dad fought side by side. And the Bible says in 1 Samuel 13 that there was this battle going on, and, and, and Jonathan won the battle. I mean, Saul was just kind of there. And the scripture says, well, let me, let me read it because it, again, is, is, is so, so telling. Jonathan attacked the Philistine outpost and the Philistines heard about it. Then Saul had the trumpet blown. Throughout the land and said, let the Hebrews hear, hear, hear. Saul has attacked the Philistine outpost and now Israel has become obnoxious to the Philistines. Saul couldn't even show the love. He couldn't even elevate his own son. He was, he was, he was such an egomaniac. 1 John four eighteen: perfect love cast out fear. Perfect love, love from above from God. God is love. Perfect love cast out fear. It's the sea Saul. Remember that? When love goes up, fear goes down. Fear goes up, love goes down. See Saul. See Saul. See Saul. See Saul. The fear of rejection. Oh, I've got to be out front. It's all about me. I'm the man. I'm the girl. You show me someone who prances around in their pride I'll show you somebody who's insecure. You show me someone who's always got to one-up you or say this or the conversation always comes back to them. I'll show you someone who's got a serious fear problem. They fear rejection. Their their self-esteem is so brittle. Here's here's, here's another way to, to amp up your fear of rejection. This is fun, isn't it? Go with your feelings. Go with your feelings. Because, I don't know, I just feel it. It's the right thing to do. I just, I just feel, I feel it. I have this commotion of emotions, this quiver in my liver. Surely that means it must be right. Well, so often feelings get funky and they lie to us. You could have eaten some bad sushi or pizza or something like that. 1 Samuel 13, 11, and 12, another battle was taking place. Here's the cliff notes. Saul was supposed to wait until Samuel sacrificed. Samuel had to sacrifice. Then Saul would go into battle. But Saul was like, man, whoa, the people are leaving. The people don't dig it. Again, people pressure. Again, the people, they're, 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 the soldiers, they're bolting. They're scared. Again, the fear of rejection. Oh, I guess I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead and, and sacrifice. So we sacrificed The fires were still smoldering. Samuel walks up and looks at Saul. He goes, what are you smoking? Have you lost your mind? And check out the excuse that Saul gives Samuel. Verse 11, 12, and 13. Saul replied, when I saw 
I'll stop there. I thought, I thought from my perspective, I felt, I saw, I thought, I felt. I saw from my perspective, see, he wasn't up on the seesaw, he was down, he couldn't really see. I saw, I thought from my perspective, I felt. And we see this time and time again. We see it in other battles. And then, remember I told you it starts out insignificant and it becomes significant. Then Saul finds himself in a place where he's supposed to face Goliath. That's right. Saul was supposed to be the guy to fight Goliath, not the Hebrew hillbilly David. Did you know that? Saul was the man. So here you've got trash talking going to a whole nother level. Nine feet, nine inches tall, almost 500 pounds. You've got Goliath talking trash, abusing Saul and the Israelites and blaspheming God and the Holy Spirit. Saul was cowering in fear, the fear of rejection. Because he didn't deal with it when it was a small shark, you remember that? It became a great white shark. Because he didn't deal with the fear of rejection way back in the day, it became a Goliath. The fear of rejection. It'll keep you incarcerated. The fear of rejection. It'll keep you from taking risks. The fear of rejection. And so many young people with social media out there, with Snapchat and Instagram and private Twitter and Twitter and all the other ways that we communicate, if we're not careful, we can allow the not like use to dominate us and mess our lives up. And after David took out Goliath, after he opened a Costco-sized can on him, the Bible says David came back to Jerusalem and the people were dancing. It was a party. Saul has killed his thousands. David, his tens of thousands. Saul has killed. The women were singing that. And the Bible says that Saul looked at David with an evil eye And from that day forward, Saul went psycho. Don't go psycho. Let's reverse this. Very quickly, instead of growing rabbit ears, listen to the right they in your life. Where are they? They in church. That's where they are. That's why we gotta have church for the right they. Instead of talking bad about yourself, Just talk to God. Take his word. I'm the head, not the tail. I'm a victor. I'm forgivable. I'm lovable. I'm valuable. I've been adopted, anointed, and appointed God to be in your family. Have that on the playlist of your mind. And then surround yourself with people who repeat that back to you. We have to do it. Toot your own horn. Hey, just, just... Compliment others when you see something awesome. Encourage others. Clap for others. Don't always go with your feelings. 
Go with commitment. Go with the foundation of your faith. Jesus knows about rejection. He was rejected in areas, in ways that will never, ever, ever be rejected. Pour your heart out to him. Accept him and realize he has accepted you. And then you will be able to have victory over the fear of rejection. Thank you for listening and thanks to all who give so generously to this ministry. It's because of you that we can continue this show and equip people with the hope of heaven. You can click the link in the description to support the show or visit edyoung.com. There you can also be resourced with bonus content for free, including a daily devotional. We also encourage you to share the message today with those around you. Thank you again for listening. God bless.